And another thing And another thing And another thing And another thing Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. My name is Jody Jenkins. Hello, I'm Tony Clement. <laughs> do you do that on purpose now, the way you say your name? or I, I like to mix it up. Yeah. Okay. You're like, I can tell that you're like, I, I don't think that you're that cordial in real life when you introduce what? yourself. Come no, on. I think, I, I think, you know, I, I don't think you're like, hello, I'm Tony Clement. Well, I usually have a smile on my face, at least. Well, I, I mean, okay, I'm not saying you don't smile. I'm just saying, like, if I, when, that, when the show comes out, listen to the way that I introduce myself and then listen to the way you do it. Okay. You're going to be like, oh, maybe there is a, maybe there is a difference here. Or maybe it'll just go, you know, right, right over your head. You might not say anything. I, I may anything. not have noticed at all. Who knows? Anyway, um, <laughs> We should thank our sponsors, of course. You were you were away last week, so I had to do it. I will yeah. invoice you. I will invoice you for that. You did a and... great job, Jody. Well done. <laughs> well done. Well um, done. Matt. But yeah, let's start with our presenting sponsor each week, John Mutton, and the team at Municipal Solutions doing some amazing work, and uh, we're so proud to have them on board. And Tony, I know that you can expand on what they do at Municipal Solutions. Yeah, no, Municipal Solutions. They are Ontario's leading MZO firm, and they can help with development services and project management, uh, development approvals, permit expediting, planning services with those municipalities, engineering services, architectural services, even minor variances and land severances. They're your firm, MunicipalSolutions.ca. And uh, by the way, before we go on to our next sponsor, did have you seen John's uh, posting uh, on Instagram uh, of of some of his little collections that he's he's building up? Of, you mean like, in the sports world? Yeah, sports memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, no, he's got quite the uh, quite like the he, Hall of Fame stuff going there. I, I was impressed. I saw. I don't know how recent it was, but his uh, signed Aaron Rodgers helmet. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a 1977 New York Yankees World Series ring that he posted. Um, oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah. And he's got a, he's got uh, signed baseballs from Ron Guidry, Mickey Rivers. And he has autographed bats, I think, too. Yeah. Like, man, I, I think we're doing so well advertising Municipal solution, but he's buying all this merch. Don't you, you know think? what he needs to get? He needs to get a an autographed bat, a Yankees game bat, autographed by George Costanza. Now that would be something. I wonder if that exists. <laughs> what? I wonder if that exists. Anywhere. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think know. that'd be funny. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, something's working for him. So we're happy to be uh, riding his coattails by having <laughs> him as our presenting sponsor. Let's put it that way. We exactly. also have Steve Sparling and on the west side, HaltonGR.com is your West GTA uh, government relations firm. They specialize in sourcing land for development, uh, acquiring ideal land, obtaining permit uh, permissions for zoning and bylaw modifications. They keep the project going through the process, Jody, and they also help put together the financing. Their motto is, let's get this done. 
And they're doing it, man. They're doing it. So go to HaltonGR.com. They're very happy with being our sponsor. By the way, I was talking to Steve uh, the other day, and he's very happy uh, with his sponsorship. So that's great. And then, of course, we are on Terrestrial Radio every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. at uh, the wonderful uh, uh, Muskoka. You know, uh, they're, they're there. What, what's the radio station called again? <laughs> Hunter's, Hunter's Bay Radio, 88.7. <laughs> Thank you. Hunter, I had just had a brain cramp there. Hunter's <laughs> Bay Radio, 88.7 FM in Muskoka. Uh, my uh, Rock and Shindig's coming back actually uh, next week, so I'll be doing a show there. I'm looking forward to that on January 21st, and uh, it'll be a great rockin' time on Hunter's Bay Radio. And last but not least, looneypolitics.com, a wonderful news aggregate source that has exclusive content only available to subscribers. Uh, please use the po- the code podcast to get 50% off an annual subscription. That's looneypolitics.com. So you and I were talking a couple of days ago because you returned from a trip. You were, you were away. And I had mentioned to you that I started watching um, George and Tammy, a, an episodic series. Yeah on Crave about George Jones and Tammy Wynette, two legends in country music. Yes. Your reaction was like, obviously you're not a country guy, which is no. fine, but you were really like, you you weren't into it at all. Like you expressed no interest in it. And so in turn, just to upset you, I know that there was the death of some guitarist or something. Yes. Today and I, I, I've never heard of the guy. So we would never heard of Jeff Beck. No, actually I thought it was Beck. The guy that sang no. you know, Beck, the singer no. Beck Hansen. You're thinking of. No, is that what his Beck's last name is? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know his last name. So. <laughs> oh, man. We are really on two different planets, aren't we? But no, so, Jeff Beck was, uh, I mean, he was instrumental in so many 60s uh, rock and prog rock bands. And, uh, you know, he he really led the way. He was... Uh, he, every, he was a guitar player's guitar player, if I can put it that way. And, Better uh, than Joe Satriani? Who? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that guy was a good guitar player. I've no, heard. anyway, but no, but he he started with the Yardbirds. Okay, you, you've heard of the Yardbirds. I, I'm hoping barely. Anyway. Is that that that's like is that the '60s? Yeah, that's the '60s. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, then he when that kind of blew up, he had his own group called the Jeff Beck Group, and so uh, a blues rock guy. But one of the things about Jeff Beck was he started out as as a blues rock guy and and really helped formulate hard rock but then he got into jazz and and became a jazz guitarist too so he was always he was always building on his craft so for us guitarists uh, he's he's a legend man I mean he, he I mean Jeff Beck is right up there interesting and he died of meningitis I think really so yeah yeah well, he, how old would he have been? Probably 70 or something? Yeah, something like 72 or something like that. Okay. Yeah, like it's it's very, very sad. 78, 78. 78, so, okay. Yeah, but still, you know, and um, I mean, he's had Grammys and he's been, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say other than uh, it's a big... I, I, I'm not the only person who have to have made this point, but... It's really at a time, Jody, when a lot of the rock legends are dying. And it started with David Bowie in 2016, I guess. 
and uh, they're just dropping like flies now. And um, it's it's age, obviously. I mean, uh, I, I don't think COVID helped in, in many circumstances, but even without COVID, they're at an age where they're disappearing from the scene. So each one of these hits hard. There's no question about it. So yeah, it'll yeah probably, I'll, I'll feel the same when when you know '90s hip hop stars start dying off like that, and they get the, that old. Which some of them have, but some of them have actually, and they yeah. or they they've had some uh, they've had some addiction problems, or they yeah. they they have there's a drive by shooting or something. I don't know. But probably in about thirty five years or so, you're going to start to see a mass of '90s hip hop stars that are going to pass I know. away. So. What are we going to do? Well, I don't know, but I, I can tell when these when these rock legends, as you call them, when they pass away, you. You take it very hard. Like you need to let that let that out, though. Don't don't uh, internalize that. I think it's part of the thing about mortality, right? Like, yeah. uh, well, you know, the, these people that I grew up with, and uh, in a sense, hero worshipped. If you're if you're a rock and roll guy, they're all going. So, what does that tell you about me? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting you say that because it's it's something that is kind of caught my eye recently is that I'm having a lot of my friends that I went to high school, I shouldn't say a lot, but certainly more than in recent years, that their their parents are starting to pass away. Right. So it's like, it's at that point where, you know, then that, that really hits home because you're like, you know, thankfully my both my parents are still alive, but it's like, holy smokes, because like, you know, we went to high school together and your, your mom just passed away. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a great. Uh, I'm, uh, this is not a downer episode, is it? Yeah. We're, we're, doing, we're doing well here. <laughs> oh, uh, but, uh, anyway. So I- interesting times, but uh, and yeah, such as the circle of life. I feel old. I, 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 sh- I haven't told you this, but I injured my back about a month ago, and uh, you know it's healing, but it's taking a long time to heal. Uh, lower back kind of uh, soft tissue injury and holy smokes do you ever feel your age when your back is out yeah just no doubt. You, it no just doubt. like it's like you wake up in the morning and you're 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 creaky and you're uh, it's just not a good feeling and then you know throughout no. the day no you hurt your back but yet you say within the last month or whatever but yet i've seen you post that you've gone to your fitness facility so i my question i have for you is that wise uh, that's a good question. I'm going to the physio uh, therapist soon, and I'm going to ask, ask him <laughs> yeah, whether so, it's whether yeah, it's yeah, wise so. to keep doing that. But I, I I just felt if if I was doing workouts and it wasn't hurting while I was doing the workout, then <laughs> then it should be okay, right? Yeah. Well, it's in theory, but I'm not so sure that's the case. <laughs> I'm not so sure. It's funny because I I just injured injured my shoulder. About a week and a half ago, my 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 left trap, oh, I was feeling it all down in my left arm as well, and it's starting to get better. But I could, for a couple of nights, I couldn't like sleep on one side. Like I was, it was pretty rough. We and I'm not a big the- I'm not a big medicine guy, so I wasn't I wasn't taking anything. But my my wife and my sister were like, you got to take something to get the inflammation down or it'll, or it'll yeah. take forever to heal. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly the same advice I got too. You, you got, I think I was taking some Robaxacet as it's called and, uh, just to get the inflammation down Advil as well. I think that was, that was the other thing. Robaxacet? I went to the pharmacist. That's what they told me to take, 
But I looked at the box and the, you know, some of the stuff on there and I was like, I don't really want to take this. And I just ended up taking Motrin, but you yeah, find yeah. anything weird with the Robaxa set? No, or no, 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 no. It, it just helped dull the pain and uh, loosen things up a little bit uh, so I could get on with my day. But it's, it's now just. You, you crush those pills and you snort them. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, isn't that what everybody does? <laughs> Classic rock <laughs> legend style. That's right. Yeah. Tony gets, got, Tony gets Tylenol. Tony gets Tylenols and everyone's like, are right, you just not popping them with water? He's like, oh no, this is how we do it. <laughs> Crushes them and snorts them. <laughs> that's like, the, like, okay. That's the way it was done, baby. Rock and roll. Done. If it worked back then, it'll work now. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this, uh, this show is, is uh, one of those shows where if we haven't lost everybody by now, it's going to happen probably pretty soon. So we're off to a fine start, sir, a fine start, but, uh, uh, but yeah, you had a good show last week. I'm, I'm glad that you and Jeff got a little bit of time to uh, talk about things. That was that was excellent. Congratulations. Yeah, no, he was he was great. Always a uh, always a class act. He's a busy man up there campaigning and working hard to get Danielle Smith and that government reelected in uh, Alberta. So we'll see what uh, we'll I think see what that happens she's there. doing well right now. I think that she's uh, found her. Uh, her rhythm, if you can call it that. And she's, she's out there, uh, you know, doing the things that one has to do to represent Alberta. So, uh, I, I think she's in good shape for the election. So yeah, and what are we hearing these days? Cause you're on the, you're on the, uh, conservative fundraising circuit with your position with the, with the conservative fund. What are mm-hmm. we hearing these days in terms of Pierre Polyev and, and Trudeau and, you know, federal politics in general in the country. What's the scope? What's the scoop, I should say? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always the speculation about whether it's going to be an election year if the uh, the deal with the NDP and the Liberals falls apart. Uh, I'm, I guess, I'm on the side of being skeptical about that. I, 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 I personally don't see that happen. It could happen. Anything can happen. Uh, but um, I think that uh, the, the Liberals certainly would want to get through whatever the recession is going to look like this year uh, and get to the other side of that. If it's a, if it's a shallow recession, if it's not too painful, then they may be uh, emboldened by that. But I think they'd want to get a sense of how bad the economy is going to be this year before they go to the polls. Um, so I think it's just business as usual. And Pierre's, uh, Pierre Polyev is going out there. He's meeting a lot of people. He's doing a lot of events. Uh, yeah, he's doing some fundraising. Of course, so all the party leaders do fundraising and he's doing his, his fair share. And um, there's a break before parliament resumes at the end of the month. So you, the leaders go out and, uh, and do their uh, tours. And that's what that's what all of the leaders are doing. Uh, of course, Trudeau has more responsibility, so he's going to international conferences and whatnot. Just got through the uh, Canada, USA, Mexico uh, shindig there in Mexico City, but uh, hopefully they weren't uh, under any pressure because of the gang war going on <laughs> sort of outside their window. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, Trudeau will be doing some campaigning as well, I'm sure. No, you mentioned that was a shindig. Are you sure it wasn't a hoot nanny? It could have been a hoot nanny. Yeah, you know. It, you know it what show that was a, from? A brouhaha. What was that? Would you know what show that line is from? There, is, there think, was a show called a hoot nanny. No, no, it was that line is from. Um, 
Oh my gosh! Is it? It's either Family Guy or South Park. I think it's Family Guy where two, two guys are arguing. They're like Shindig, Hoot Nanny, Shindig. They're like, what's, <laughs> yeah, what's the okay. name of this party? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they start fighting. But uh, um, I want to stay on topic of of the liberals in general for a second because I was just thinking about Ontario, and my question to you. This is kind of a speculative question, but if there was an election held today. How would the Ontario PCs fare? And secondly, who who do you think the Liberals need to install as leader in order to have a, a significant shot at dethroning Doug Ford? I don't like, think I, maybe not a name, but or you yeah, can do yeah. a name, but like or a, you know what type of leader? Right. Um, on the first question, I, I don't think much has changed, so I think that uh, Doug Ford would do as well as he did in the last election. Um, I don't see any evidence. Wow, you or, really are on the payroll. Okay, keep going. No, no. I <laughs> what, what has changed? Nothing's really changed. You know. You don't uh, think people are more upset about some of the stuff going on in provincially? No. Some issues? No. No, okay. I don't think. I, I think they wrote out the uh, the strike in the schools. That's uh, people don't even remember that anymore. Uh, there's a lot more stuff about uh, the healthcare system, but they're they're trying to address that, and they're making a big announcement uh, 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 later this week. I understand on more access to more healthcare services, uh, and um, uh, what's the other issue is uh, you know there's uh, some chatter about uh, uh, you know lands that were uh, protected being used for housing. I think he could win that argument. Uh, Ford could win that argument with the population, you know, and uh, uh, so I think he's on the right side of that issue. So I, I don't see anything that is going to drag him down. And plus, of course, the liberals don't have a leader, so it's hard to. Well, no, I know that, address. but that's my. Yeah. This is my point. Was, I meant more of if they had a strong leader. Do okay, you see well, if they had changing? a strong leader, yeah, that, that, that could make a, a different on the difference on the margins. But their problem is they haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> okay, so, so tell me who who needs to be in there then? What type of person? And throw out some names then. Well, I uh, the type of person I, uh, I and I should I can't take credit for this argument. There's a guy named Andrew Perez who writes a lot of stuff about the uh, provincial liberals, and he's made the point that it should be a rural liberal, like from rural Ontario. But of course, the people running are all from Toronto and Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you, you know, you're not going to you're not going to capture the imagination of new liberal voters and supporters if you keep electing the same thing as Kathleen Wynne and Del Duca. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think they're they're in a rut. Uh, they need somebody from outside that kind of mindset, if you will, uh, to attract some new voters. But they're not they're not they don't have that running for them right now. I have the perfect guy for the position. You might laugh, but I want you to picture this. OK, the next provincial election, the liberals trot out to the podium as their leader and he takes them to a resounding majority, Mr. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I thought you were going to say the that they co-opt the Green Party leader because that that Mike that, Schreiner. Yeah, that uh, that rumor is going around. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. would be a poor choice. I don't know the guy, and I mean, I'm just going on. I, I don't think he'd be a strong leader for them, but that's that's my opinion. 
Well, but, he's not uh, running for it, and n- neither is Jordan Peterson. Neither of those gentlemen are running. <laughs> Um, what, do you, what do you think about that whole thing? Well, tell me what you think about the Jordan Peterson with the whole the board review or the board whatever. What is it? The psychology or psychiatry board thing? Yeah. Uh, I I I don't I don't know. I mean, I think I don't. A lot of stuff I see these days seems to be really, in my opinion, making mountains out of molehills. And I I mean, like I'll give you another example. We can unpack the Jordan Peterson thing you can weigh into, but I just read the article about how the um, girl guides of Canada or whatever America, they just changed the name of the, you know, brownies to right. embers. It's now called. And, and look, I, I mean, I can see actually, you know what? I, I don't know. I, I don't honestly, I don't know. I read the article and I'm just like, I don't want to dismiss anyone's feelings at all because I know People are entitled to what they feel. And it was an interest. There was an interesting line where the the woman from Girl Guides or whatever she made, she said, you know, like we adults could be I'm, I'm kind of just like paraphrasing, but adults would be in a much better position in this world or this world would be in a better place if if we dealt with things the way that these young girls dealt with this issue, that if it hurts somebody, let's just change it. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it's as cut and dry as that. And. I, I don't know. Like, honestly, I just look at things and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that one, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess the argument was that uh, some uh, some girls uh, who have darker skin were being picked on because they were in brownie uniforms. And I certainly wouldn't want to see that. Uh, that's, that's Yeah, no, no. I, and I get that. It's it's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, uh, what about the one uh, that I heard today about the University of Southern California? who has uh, now changed uh, the nomenclature in the whole campus so that nothing is called a field because that might upset some people. What a field. <laughs> yeah. What? Are you serious? I'm serious. A field. Yeah, because that, you know, that could have attribution of slavery oh, because slaves slavery work in fields or something. Wow. Oh, I, so there you go. There's no more fields. You can't use the term field anymore without being racist at the University of Southern California. So there you go. That's yeah, the but, but, yeah, so back to Jordan Peterson. I mean, it's certainly it's certainly a trending topic. I, I don't know. I mean, he's very polarizing, though. Eh? Like if you if you're someone that's on his side yeah. and you bring him up, you know, to, to anything, quotes, whatever, to a group that or an individual that's not. A supporter like they, I don't I don't find that there's any middle ground it's like you're instantly you're if you're a Jordan Peterson supporter you're labeled as uh you're not a good person like there's no well, yeah but I you know the argument I guess uh and Pierre Polyev has made the same argument as saying look you don't I Pierre Polyev doesn't agree with everything Jordan Peterson says nor, nor do I but you have a right to say these things you, you can't yeah. just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean that they are not allowed to practice their profession uh, or get fired from their job because somebody is upset with them. I mean, that that's if that's the standard now, nobody's going to have any job uh, unless well, you're a, 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 so, a social studies professor or something. I guess the, the whole approach with anything in general these days is, is that it, you, if, if something negative has happened to you, you might as well just let everyone know and try to, you know, tell a story about it and just use that i I, you know to to your advantage because that's that's what it seems like everything everything seems to be is that if you are um 
If something happens to you in a negative light, then you need to nail that person to the wall or nail that situation to the wall and, you know, expose them for every, you know, at every turn you can, because that's the only thing that's going to fix it. Now, obviously I'm, I'm, I disagree with that wholeheartedly, but it's just, it's just crazy. I, the amount of people I see that are just posting nonstop about all the negative stuff in their lives. And anyway, I don't know I'm going it's down a rabbit trail. your mental health, is it? No, it's, it's not. And like you can, and, and to be honest, I mean, I, look, I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing what you're going through. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. My point is that you need to, you, I also believe that you should share it with people that are, you need to have people that surrounding you there that are safe people that are supporters of you and have your back. That doesn't mean just everyone in general, because that's yeah. not, that's not wisdom either. Um, but I see a lot of people just spitting this stuff out there and then they wonder why, you know, things come back at them. Like it, it's, I mean, it's just, it's common cause and effect really. So yeah, like, no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're in a very, uh, you know, rage culture is, is very strong and, uh, uh, it, uh, I guess it's not going away anytime soon. Although there is a reaction to it now, people are getting fed up with it and fed up with, uh, a lot of parents are fed up with how their kids are being educated. And, uh, so there, there's, well, you that, know, what's funny. I mean, these aren't, ongoing. these are common all over, but, uh, in Belleville, they just opened a rage room. It's called the shatter house or shatter room. And you can go in and pay like 50 bucks for half an hour and just go and smash stuff with a baseball bat or a crowbar. And seriously. <laughs> oh yeah. It's that's, that's all over the place, Tony. That's there's many of those around. Yeah. Well, why don't you just do some exercise, get some serotonin in your body? <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I think it's kind of, I go see to, go to a gym for crying out loud. <laughs> take up boxing or MMA. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Todd Smith, our MPP, who's been on the show, he was at the opening of it and he was smashing a computer with a baseball bat in like this PR piece that I saw. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It was funny. Oh, what a world we live in. What a what time a world. to be alive. Yeah. And I think to myself, what hey, a what wonderful a- world. That's very good. That's very good. <laughs> hey, tell people about your golf tournament, how that's going. It's busy. I actually am. Uh, July 6th. July 6th, Trillium Wood, probably the biggest golf event in eastern Ontario outside of like the Canadian Open. Actually, I'll be, I'll big I'll I'll big myself up. I'll be like the biggest golf event in Ontario outside of the Canadian Open. Uh that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but I'm going to use it anyway. But yeah, this year we're planning on bringing expecting 240 players, 48 of the world's longest hitters, long drive athletes uh, projected purse based on a full field which we think we'll be able to do but our purse is projected to be around 50k um, concert with a big act that we're bringing in uh, we got a legend that's coming to host the event and we can't announce that yet um, we have a pairing event the night before where people can bid on who they want to play with and it's just a it's just a big event it's kind of taken on I mean this is my eighth year yeah. And uh, it's really grown. It's called Endless Summer. And proceeds and, uh, go to. Oh, yeah. It's in support of our Grayson Homeless Shelter. Yes, of course. So You're doing a uh, great charitable thing here, Jody. Yeah. No. So it's exciting. You're coming down to play. Hopefully, you'll be able to come the night before and take in the concert and the parents. Yeah. Event. You betcha I will. So Are you kidding? It's, uh, it's going to be. Uh, 
it's going to be a good time. And if people are interested in finding out more, just uh, message us on uh, on on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and uh, I can get the details to you because we believe that we're going to have a lot of people coming from uh, outside of Belleville. Like again, we're only going to have forty eight teams. So there's going to be a morning shotgun and an afternoon shotgun. And then the finals of the long drive are going to be that night. So there's a whole format to it. It's a scramble style format and a lot of fun. And uh, if you want to be a part of it, it's, it's, I I think, you know, we're going to get a lot of, I was trying to say, I think we're going to get a lot of players from the GTA that are going to come because the price point on the event is, is relatively inexpensive compared to some of the events in in the GTA. And sure. So it's uh, yeah. So if you're interested, send us a note, but, Tony, you're a great supporter of that and looking forward yeah. to having you down. And I just, you know, it's funny. I thought about that tonight. Did you ever, did I ever give you the flag or no? No. Okay. So it's still in my vehicle. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was supposed to, because I was a sponsor last That's year. Right. And so I have your sponsor flag. flag. Right. Yeah. That would be lovely. I sent you a picture of it, didn't I, or no? No. Oh, <laughs> well, it's rolled up. It's rolled up in a box in my car. Oh, great. So. I'm going to treasure it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And it's been signed. I told you it was signed by the guy who won. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, a kid from Sault Ste. Marie, which we've talked about. But cool. But anyway, so that's what's going on. And yeah, other than that, I ain't got much more to say myself. Well, listen, listen, you're, you're doing great work there. While I'm out gallivanting and planning for a disco cruise, you're doing good work like this. By the way, and we talked about this too. I did get invited to the launch of uh, Steve Pakin's book, yes, John Turner book there. So, yes, I'm gonna see about getting there. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I do appreciate that Steve did that. I I, be, I hope he didn't feel pressure right. to do that. No, no, I think he out of the no, of course not. No, he <laughs> he has an affinity to us for sure, and it's a <laughs> it's a great book. We had him on the program talking about it, so why wouldn't he invite us? So, so I'm in Montreal that night. But... Yeah. You're not a, yeah, you're in Montreal, right? Yeah, I am yeah. indeed. We got to take him out to lunch. So, yes, we do. We have, we have to do that for our loyal listeners and our sponsors. Jody, come on. We got to take it up a notch here. Yeah. We got to actually, we got to take John Mutton out to lunch and we got to take a lot I of know. people out to lunch. So, he's, he's a lot closer to you than I am. He's, he's in, he's in uh, Bowmanville. Yes. Yeah, so. so, there you go. All right. Well, this has uh, been a, a fun I'm time and uh, looking forward to, uh, <laughs> Getting, we got some guests coming up in the next we couple do. weeks that yeah. we're looking forward to welcoming back. And so that'll be fun. And as always, you can drop us a line on all our social media channels. And once again, thanks to the team at Municipal Solutions uh, for their consistent support of our show, being our presenting sponsor. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca. Also, looneypolitics.com. Use the code podcast to get 50% off your annual subscription. And thanks to HaltonGR.com, Steve Sparling and the gang, and HuntersBayRadio.com, where we're on Saturday mornings at 8.30 a.m. All right, Tony, we'll do this again in seven days. Yipper.